Amen, amen. So once again, Brother Waldrop, I want you to come. I want you to take your liberty. I want you to preach. You got to get out the scalpel, get it out. Praise God. Amen. If it's healing balm, then get that out, whatever the Lord wants. We want to hear from the Lord tonight, don't we? Amen. Preach to me tonight. God bless you. Let's love the Lord together in this house this evening. Would you lift up your voice? Praise the mighty and matchless name of the Lord. Let's magnify him with all our hearts tonight. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I worship. I glorify the mighty name of the Lord. We magnify the name of Jesus. Thank you for your anointing that's in this house tonight. Thank you, Lord, that your anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. Oh, we claim all the promises of God tonight. In the mighty name of the Lord. The mighty name of the Lord. I think it'd be good before we go any further. I want you to get somebody that's lost on your mind. See their face. Amen. We're going to thank God here for a few moments for adding them to the church. Amen. We're not just praying for them. We're thanking God for saving them. Amen. Amen. We're turning a corner in this revival. Amen. Amen. I'm expecting to start seeing people, many people receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I'm expecting it to happen. It's not going to surprise me. I'll be thankful. I'll always be amazed, but I won't be surprised by unprecedented revival. Come on, call some names right now. Thank God for helping you to help somebody be saved. Call their name in Jesus' name. Praise God. Claim some families right now. Praise God. Come on, call some names in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Offer a praise and a thanksgiving. Come on, we're seeing them come in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise God, praise God, praise God. My faith is stirred this evening. Amen. I'm not tired of believing the Lord. Amen. I'm not weary in believing the Lord tonight. Praise God. There's a lot of people on Latha that really want to be saved. Amen, amen. I, I would to God that there was somehow that we could calculate tonight, amen, not just people that we know, but real uh, potential converts, amen, the hundreds of people that we know that, that God has put in our lives and our paths have crossed and we have an influence in their life, 
the hundreds of souls that are connected with the true church. Amen. It's not the will of God for when he comes for his church that they're not in it. Can you shout hallelujah? Amen, amen. Thank you, Pastor Riggin, Sister Riggin. Amen. We love this dear family very, very, very much. Amen. Appreciate the liberty that I have in this pulpit to preach. Amen. Thankful that you have a pastor that wants revival. Amen. Willing to let the evangelists obey the Holy Ghost. I, I never want to uh, take it for granted or wrongfully take advantage of, of any pulpit. Amen. Appreciate your receptiveness to the word of the Lord. Amen. Your man of God and his precious wife are so hospitable and uh, just so easy to be yourself around them. Amen. So thank you very much. Matthew, the ninth chapter. I want to hasten to the word of the Lord tonight. Amen. I guess that I could probably just give the altar call now and call it good. <laughs> Amen. But you wouldn't know what to pray about. <laughs> Got to give you something to come to the altar about. Amen. I am not just going to rush through this. Amen. I do feel a burden. I feel a, such a witness of the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen. Start thinking about revival and Olathe. Start thinking and praying about people receiving the Holy Ghost. Get in this pulpit and start talking about it. And uh, my spirit just begins to roll over. Amen. It's not just my desire. I, I don't have all the answers, but I do know what I feel. I do recognize the witness of God's will and plan. Amen. God will help me preach about it here tonight. Matthew 9, verse 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, would you say the multitudes? He was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad. As sheep having no shepherd. Amen. Jesus was concerned about souls with no shepherd. He says then unto his disciples, the harvest truly, would you say truly? The harvest truly is plenteous. The laborers are few. Pray you therefore the Lord of the harvest. He will send forth laborers into his Harvest. <laughs> oh, this is his business. I said we're on his team. Amen. It's his harvest. Oh, hallelujah. This is his desire. It's his will. Amen. Amen. Acts 8, the 18th chapter, verse number 9. And spake the Lord to Paul in the night by vision. Be not afraid, but speak, and hold not thy peace, for I am with thee, and no man shall set his hand to hurt thee, for I have much people in this city. Let's love the Lord together. Oh, let's thank the Lord for much people. Hallelujah.
Oh, I worship your mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please be seated tonight. I'm very aware tonight that much of what we read in Old Testament prophecy doesn't always have its natural or physical or literal fulfillment in our day and our hour. But I do believe all scripture is given by inspiration of God and it is profitable. Amen. Although what I am about to read literally may have a futuristic implication and application and fulfillment. I am convinced, I am convicted, I am persuaded that there is very much a spiritual application. And I am reading from the second chapter of Isaiah's prophecy. And early on here, uh, in his prophecy, this is before that King Uzziah dies and he sees the Lord high and lifted up. And this is before Isaiah cries, woe is me for I'm undone and I'm a man of unclean lips. And this is before he hears the voice of God saying, who will go and who can I send? And Isaiah replies, here am I, send me. Man, this is early on in Isaiah's prophecy and it's announced and introduced thusly the word that Isaiah the son of Amos saw concerning Judah and uh, Jerusalem. This is the word that Isaiah saw concerning the people of God and their residence. God's people and their city. And it shall come to pass in the last days. Does anybody believe that that's where we're living? It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains, shall be exalted above the hills, and all nations shall flow into it. Now Isaiah is looking ahead, uh, most theologians feel, to uh, the millennial reign. But again, we're not talking about literal uh, fulfillment, we're talking about spiritual application. And he said that in the last days concerning Judah and Jerusalem, many people shall go and say, are you hearing this tonight? Many, many people shall go and say, come ye. Uh, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion, out of the church, shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem, and he shall judge among the nations and shall rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war 
anymore. O house of Jacob, come ye and let us walk in the light of the Lord. Isaiah was prophesying of a time when things are different than they were at the time of his prophecy. Man, Isaiah is a Jew. He's an Israelite. God's people have always known how to stand for God. It meant God's people have always had a reputation. You can push them so far, and then they'll start pushing back. Amen. Even before they were a nation, just ask the kings of the plain whether or not Abraham and his bunch were willing to fight and contend for what was rightfully there. Hallelujah. Amen. Some in Abraham's generation might say that old carnal nephew Lot, he's not worth fighting for. Amen. But thanks be unto God for Uncle Abraham that said every soul is worth fighting for. Oh, hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. God's people know how to fight. God's people know how to defend the promises of God. Amen, we don't always go around looking for a fight. Amen, but God help us if we ever start running from a fight that finds us. Hallelujah, I'm not just trying, amen, to prop up somebody's faith tonight. Amen, I'm trying to help us fulfill the will of God for our families and for this congregation and for this city in this season. If it's time to fight, amen, let's roll up our sleeves and let's go to war. If it's time to stand in the midst and defend the harvest, amen, then honey, let's stand and take unto us the whole armor of God and we stand all the wiles of the devil. Would you clap your hands and pray? Hallelujah. Amen. There is a time of war. But the wise man said in his analysis of times, it's not always time to fight. There's also a time of peace. There is a time to hate, and there is a time to love. Hallelujah. Amen. If we're not careful, we'll get out of balance. And we'll only be signed up for the warfare. We'll only be signed up, amen, for the aggression. We'll only be signed up for unsheathing our sword and cutting off the devil's head. Amen. And when it's time, I want you to understand that there were swords and there were spears. They had weapons of warfare at their disposal. But Isaiah is speaking. He said there's a time coming in Judah and Jerusalem. 
We're going to use the sword and we're going to use the spear. But it won't be for warfare. It'll be for harvest. Weapons of warfare will be transformed into implements of agriculture. Amen. Because, honey, sometimes it's not time to fight. It's time to reap. Amen. Joel's prophecy, chapter 2, be glad then, verse number 23. Somebody shout, be glad. Be glad, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. For he hath given you the former rain off of me. Ooh. Hey, hey, hey. You know what? Amen. Sometimes they're just nothing like a good old rain. I remember a, a dry season. I'm talking physically here for a few moments here if you'll let me. It's been several years ago in the Tulsa area. Man, it was dry. be honest with you, I was trying to have a nice looking lawn. and Amen. I, I, I was weary with water in the grass. I, I was ready for some rain. And it's not just about, amen, a nice looking lawn. You know what? Amen. But there's farmers and there's ranchers and there's agriculture and there's economy. And, amen. And I seemed like a cloud would come up and then it would just dissipate. Or you'd hear thunder and then it'd go around us. And I remember. Sister Walter, I don't know if you remember this or not. This was in the... Amen. Our, our first house there in Gloompool. And one evening, Pastor Riggin, it come up a cloud. And it didn't dissipate. And it didn't go around. I want you to know it commenced to raining. And it just started, if I could say it this way, just raining straight down. I mean big old drops of rain. And it set in to rain. And there, it wasn't a thunderstorm. It was just a good summer rain. Amen. I don't remember what day of the week it was. All I know was it was an off night as far as church activities were concerned. Because I was at home. I had no church obligations. And when it commenced to rain, and I went out on the front porch. And I just sat down on the bench. And I just watched it rain. Hallelujah. There's nothing like rain. Amen. That ends a dry season. I feel the word of God in my mouth. Thank God for a little here and a little there. Amen. But I've come to declare in the name of the Lord. Amen. He's given the former rain moderately. Thank God for what we've seen in the past. But according to Joel's prophecy, it's going to come to pass. Rejoice, you inhabitants of Zion. Amen. Concerning God's expectation and concerning God's estimation, what we've seen in the past is moderate revival. What we've seen before is moderate rain. But he said there's a day of coming. He's going to cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. 
Can I just preach what I feel? He said, you better get ready, folks. You're about to see a rain you've never saw before. He said, we know what the rain looks like. We've seen rain in the past, but it's been a moderate rain. It's been moderate revival. It's been moderate harvest. Even we've had moderate results. Oh, Lord, I feel the gift of faith uh, turning me inside out right now. You say, Brother Waldrop, where they're at, uh, I promise you, uh, if there were souls here, uh, I'd be reaching for a soul. Uh, They may not be here tonight, uh, but in Jesus' name, uh, they're as good as here. Amen. And he said, uh, the four floors uh, shall be full. The floor is going to be full of wheat. And the fat shall overflow with wine and oil. He said we're going to have a full house and we're going to have an abundance of miracles and Holy Ghost. Even the fats are going to be overflowing with oil and with wine. We're going to see miracles like we've never seen miracles before. We're going to see the outpouring and the flowing of oil and wine like we've never seen. Come on, this is your Bible. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord. Clap your hands unto the Lord, all you people. Shout I don't know if it's appropriate or not. I feel like running these aisles for the promises of God. I feel like shouting the glory. Amen for unprecedented revival. I feel like God giving, giving God a shout of praise. Thank you, men. Amen. We're running for revival. What are we doing? We're rejoicing. We got a smile on our face. We're glad because God says what you've witnessed in the past is moderate. But I'm going to send the former and the latter together. spirit of the prophet on me. Amen. You better get in your chariot. I hear the sound of abundance of rain.
It won't always be dry. It won't always be drought. It won't always be heartache. It won't always be disappointment. Amen. Be glad, people of God, and rejoice. Amen. I don't have all the details. I just know what the Holy Ghost just told me. He said, I still hadn't forgotten your prayer. Amen. I still hadn't forgotten what you want to see. And you're still going to see the revival you've always longed to witness. I know in the last days perilous times shall come. I know the Spirit speaks expressly. In latter times some shall depart from the faith. I've come to say I know that some will, but not all will. In the midst of negativity of the end times, we're going to see end time revival. Some will depart, but not all, not most, some. I'm convinced, amen, I'm convinced there are people that want what God has for them in its fullness and in its holiness. Isaiah said, many will go and say, come, let's go to the mountain of the Lord. Because there we're going to hear his law. Thou shalt, thou shalt not. Don't be intimidated because the truth church has a conviction against Hollywood. Don't accept the lie of hell that says you can't have harvest and preach against Hollywood. Amen. Amen. I contend that you can't have, amen, any harvest if you have Hollywood. Because if Hollywood's involved, it's not harvest. They're not being saved. They're not being delivered. But God said there's going to be a harvest. The floors are going to be full. Let's obey the Holy Ghost here right now. Amen. I don't think I'll be preaching very much longer, but I want to say it all. Amen. I want to make sure I say what God says to say. Come on, let's pray, church. Let's pray in Jesus' name.
Hallelujah. Come on. Amen. Stop mourning. Stop worrying. Stop focusing. Stop obsessing. Amen. Over all those. Amen. That are no longer with us. Can I tell you there's more where this come from? Amen. I don't care how long they've been away, how long they've been backslid. Amen. If they're hungry for God, there's a place of refuge. There's a place of restoration. And Joel said, at the mouth of the Lord, I will restore. Come on, dream with this evangelist. What if we had a revival of backsliders in Olathe? Would that be all right with anybody? I know it's all right with God. He said what the palmer worm and the caker worm and the caterpillar, what they have destroyed. He said, I'm going to turn the coin over. I'm going to turn it around and I'll restore what's been destroyed. Church is not about who's no longer here. Church is about a God of restoration. And if they want to be saved, we've got room. Hallelujah. Amen. I said we've got a party that we'll throw for Naomi when she comes back. Why don't you just let the Holy Ghost, uh, amen, amen, brand your spirit uh, with his word right now. i got a lot more I could say, but I feel like I've said uh, what I needed to say. Can somebody, uh, amen, respond to a word of faith and says, God, I receive your word. Amen. There is a reception at the true church. There's faith in the house. There's a praise on my heart. There's joy in my soul.
Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Sister Riggin, would you come down here? Amen. Pastor, would you join your wife down in the front? Hallelujah. Amen. Brother Goff. Amen. Go stand with your wife and y'all join up. Amen. Amen. Johnson Brothers, hook up. Amen. Sis, you and your daughter, get together. Amen. Any more backsliders? Any more homes and families? Got backsliders in them? Anybody? Come on. Amen. If you've got backsliders in your family, find you a family member and say, we're going to rejoice <laughs> in restoration. Restoration. Come on, boys. Break loose in the spirit. Amen. But before the lightning flashes and before the thunder rolls, rejoice, ye inhabitant of Zion. Be glad. I feel a word from the Lord. If you can get happy about it, God can do it. If you can praise him for it, he can do it. If you can rejoice about it, he can take care of it. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If there's a backslider listening uh, online right now, you better get ready. Something from heaven uh, is going to turn you inside out. Amen. We're looking forward uh, to you getting back home. We're not going to criticize you. We're not going to ostracize you. We'll not make fun of you. We've got a party with your name on it. Somebody at the true church uh, needs to rejoice uh, in restoration. Uh, rejoice uh, in restoration. talking tongues about it, rejoicing the Lord about it, praying authority about it, exercise your faith about it, 
Let the zeal of his house eat you up. I speak to you in Jesus' name. She's coming back. He's coming back. They're coming back. Children are coming back. Friends are coming back. Let the Holy Ghost move on your faith exceeding abundantly above all exceeding abundantly. Is anything too hard for God? She's got some baggage with her. I said, here comes Naomi. But she's not coming back by herself. There's Ruth. Naomi said, I went out full and I've come back empty. That's all right. Amen, you're back. You're back. You're back. And God can fill you up again. 